Well, let's remember what, what we've had here. Um, Ezra decides to go out for a minute for Bobel. He gets permission from the girl, from the, from the Goyim to go, bringing whatever people who want to go. That's permission to, 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 to travel. And, uh, the king gives him a large amount of gifts. Some kalim, some money. And, uh, he's concerned about this, this money because it could be for Ganoft. Both because th- there's enemies around who might try to steal it from them, or just, um, it could be for Ganoft, you know, money sort of can walk around. So he, he, he appointed pastors, 12 people who were Kohenim and 12 people who were Levian, and he'd weighed it out and counted them out so they took responsibility, all written down, and these people were supposed to look after these, this money and this Kalim to take them to the base of Migdosh. And that had happened in Posik Lamad Gimel, if we had, <laughs> if we'd done it, he'd handed over to the Kalim and the Levium there, base of Migdosh. And also, he was worried about the Levium, but we weren't, they didn't have enough Levium, and we cancelled the Levium that, the shitters of what would he done? He'd either stop the Levim taking Mysa and, and instead only the Kohenim, or he made the Kohenim and the Levim take Mysa. And, um, because they, they, and, and what else he'd done was he'd made a, a fast because they, they should have success on the way, get there safely, and apparently they did get safely. It was a long journey, you can see that, because they, they, they left in the middle of Nissan and they didn't get there until the beginning of Av, so it's a three, Three and a half months journey. Just punishing the Levium as those who stayed behind in Bobo. Why would Was he punishing those who came? He was punishing the ones who came, yes. It's the ones who came get got punished. There's not enough of them. I mean, it made good sense. The ones who came. <laughs> yeah, it, it made good sense if we said, which we remember from that to Dina Bromsky, that the, the problem would be that the original Levian who'd come over on 18 years before they were the old men who would have come to say behind us who'd chopped off their mouth and where were their children they themselves came up these old men who'd been there with the Khurban but they didn't bring their children at all and therefore he was cancelled them those who arrived why didn't you bring your children why have you why have you failed to educate your children I mean that's I mean, it's you, you might say that that's not really fair. How is it so easy to get to educate your children in times when you? Know, I mean, they've been exiled. It's the same thing as the problem of, of the Jews who came to England in, in 1900, or, the, or those who came to America. Is it so easy to? I mean, Dinah Bowsey himself. Somebody once said to him, "Did I talk this one?" Somebody once said to him. Um, you know, they say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, they said to him. You know, because his own children were, apart from the youngest one, went, went off. And he said, what? Well, that's what he said. Apples don't fall far from the tree in a normal wind. But if you've got a hurricane, the apple can go, can push everywhere. So I would have thought that you hadn't been taken as slaves originally. In the time of Uchanetza, that was indeed a, Hurricane, and you, you don't know what, what could have happened to them. And of course, obviously, they weren't able, to, may not be able to educate their children properly. Well, anyway, the master, this was because I'll say, sorry, what, what made that guy do so much good for Eden? This is the whole, our whole history. It doesn't, it doesn't exist, something. What, this guy? What, what, 
Which God? This, this, this one, this one, Dalyovish. Yeah, what makes him? Well, I've I, I tried to suggest that my history, it, it, it doesn't exist, I see. That somebody from outside should give money and, and gold and silver and carefuls. And Corbonus and whatever is offered, offered Corbonus. Well, I, I gave you a theory, which was that the, if you, if you remember, that this events happened very soon after the death of Achashverosh, and after, that is at the end of the line. And this, the whole story of of of, um, of of Esther is all occurring at the end of the life of Achashverosh. So, who took over the kingdom after Achashverosh died? Well, it was Esther and Mordechai, with a little baby boy called Dariovich. So, in which case, it may not be Dariovich himself saying anything. He may be. All controlled by, by controlled by um, Esther. There's one track. or you know, you can't entirely say that we have had some good goyim. Franz Josef has been, you know, I could have spoke to put it in the minds of a goyim. Yeah. Celebrated, yeah. celebrated, and also to get everybody united now against Greece, because then he went for Greece, right. which he was a standoff in truth. Yeah, he took it as a, as a defeat because he couldn't do what he wanted to do with Greece. But that's another story. This is all in Herodotus. Yeah. So therefore, he would have wanted a client kingdom like Elsie Israel was just then to be on his side against that's against right. Egypt. You see, so he was. He was he was very friendly with the Yiddish. As far as he was concerned, they were good citizens. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the, the interesting thing is, we Jews are actually very good citizens. Yeah, yeah. You, you even find now in Israel, as they say, providing any government, anyone wants to make a government in Israel, is always happy to join in the the, the, the Haredim because apart as long as you don't interfere with education and, inter- and interfere with Shabbos or whatever, they don't care, they just let the, let them do whatever you want. You, know, you want you want to make a peace treaty with Egypt, make you want to, you know, they will they will go along with with whatever wants to be. So in fact, so it could, it could be. I mean, I, I, I'm just throwing it, that in. yeah. I mean, if you don't learn the, the, the way in which we, Chazal, seem to be putting it, I mean, I can't say how much of that will fit in with, with, with what Chazal say. But see, we have had this idea that this Daryovesh here is not the son of Esther, but somebody else. I mean, so be it. Right, so what's happened is he's, they've now, they come along to Shalayim, and they weigh down in Posit Lama Dalad all these, all these money and these um, vessels, and then in Posit Lamad Hay we get to something very strange. It's actually a Gemara in, t- in t- Tamur which talks about it, and regretfully I haven't looked it up properly. So I want to, in the next week, see if what I remember is is, is not contradicted. But I I think I've got it right. Haboim me'ashvi b'nei ha'goyla, those who now came from the exile, yeah, hekrivu oilo yisrael. They offered oilers. Well, there's nothing wrong with offering oilers. 
anybody can offer an oiler whenever you want to an offer oiler so that would be a problem I'll call you soil now that's a bit surprising they're sort of offering on behalf of everybody else makes it sort of a Corbin Sibber can it be such a thing as a, a volunteered Corbin Sibber I mean we know on Yon Tovim they're Corbonus port for the whole of your soil not for the individual but you can't do that voluntarily you know I'm going to offer up a, a Corbin for a, no. and then Eilim Tishim Vishisha 96 Eilim well the only thing I can say about 96 Eilim is it's 12 times 8, eight. but why 8 as opposed to 10 or, or, or 6 or 2 I don't know but I can see at least that they're also trying to do something for Kali Soil. Kavosim Shivim Vashiva, I gave up on that one. I mean, 77, <laughs> I can't see any logic in 77. But I mean, again, I, I'm not, one thing I'm not all too worried about, all of these are going to be burnt offerings, they're oilers. So, apart from the idea of I'll you soil, which I don't understand, it otherwise makes sense. Now get, you get to the dodgy one. And they're offering as well twelve goats to be a chatos. Hakel Hashem and it's all burnt. So what on earth is going on here? You've got two problems with your sphere. First of all, you can't offer a, a chatos in a dover. No, 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 no. This is the base of English. Yes, it got to the base of English. They come trace it all. No, 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 no. Because if you look at the no, no, if you look at posit number base vanovay yushalayim vanev shacham, they're in yushalayim. So obviously, it's going to be on the base of English. But the question is, how can you offer up goats? Well, Dufman Zoblin. I mean, there's pretty well no other way out of it. Is to say that just as they were offering 12 porim they were also offering 12 seirim now we haven't yet if you, if we, we've done the parshas for Yichol we may remember it <laughs> that a yochid can offer up a korban um, chatos and a korban chatos of a yochid would be, a, would be actually a seiro or a kispo feminine, these are masculine it's not private chatois. On the other hand, a, a, a kehila, clearly soil, can offer up a power as a chatos. Well, this is not a power as a chatos. It's a power was power as a as an oiler, and the sphere, the the goat is going to be the chatos. The only way you find this is in the sedra, which is going to come up. I think it's the end of Pinchas, isn't it? The end of um, which sedra is it? If you in the midbar, we're going to have it. Sorry, Koach. Maybe the end of the Koach. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't mean. That. I mean the, the Korban from Edzor. Is it back? Is the end of Koach, isn't it? Koach, Koach. And then you have Soyla Chatos in all the Korbanos. Oh yes. Which is a Korban Sibur. Yes. But how do you know there was a Chatos? There had been a sin. Well, well, actually, we say that Corbin, the, the reason for the Corbin Sibyl offering a chatos is not because of the sins that the people may have committed adultery or been Michal Shabbos. It's all Tumas Bidish Kadoshov, yeah. And that's Xayah Sakosa. Kodesh told us on Yontav to offer it up. But you can't go around offering up these Corbonas 
with a dollar. I, I, I just want to get back to that in a moment. But the, where do we find a par is offered up together with, which is not an oila, which is an oila, and a, and a chattel, and a soya is offered up as a chattos. And the answer to that is par vedazor. If Kahil, if Claudius soil have sinned with a vedazor, then they offer up a par as a oila, and a Sawyer as a chatos. Yeah, knockable. If it had been Shabbos, if it had been a, a, some other Avera, which is a, a called Kores, they would have offered up a, a power, but the power would have been itself the chatos. Here the power is not a chatos. Where do you find a power is not a chatos, and in addition there is a Sawyer, and a Sawyer is a chatos, that is only for Avodazor. So therefore it fits in with Avodazor. So what they would do, obviously, what you see that they were doing is, they're assuming there were 12 Shvatim of Claudius soil, even though we know that, that, that many of them were taken into Golos, so you haven't got 12. Dachman Zogan, as we said before, the Yirmiya brought back some, or it was always some people of the, of the north used to live among the, uh, the in, in the south. Yeah, he didn't do, do, do move around. Or alternatively, they wanted to, when John Benavot wanted to put up his, his, his border, they'd, re, they'd said, we want to be with the base of Midrash, and they'd always moved, they'd moved already into the south. So one reason or another, or maybe later on, there, we had a suggestion, there was still some Yidden left behind in the north. And not, he wasn't completely removed, we, we had a rise for that. And then, um, then, they, they are, they're, they're the people who are now, Mounting the other Shvotim. We do assume that, that it has to, all the Shvotim are amongst us. Yeah, we say, it's a, it's, we've got a halacha of the Sinai, with Kamar tells us, Baba Basra, that, they will, that all the Shvotim exist, and none will be destroyed. So, Lamaisa, they were offering now korbanos for Laveda Zora that was done by their ancestors. All of it works fine, and why does it say at the end, Hakel Oilo Lashem, if it's a Chatos? Chatos is normally, part of it is eaten by the cane. The answer to that is also because if it's, if it, this, this soya, which is a korban chatos of a tzibu, of Elizora, is one of the poem hanislofim, usairim hanislofim. So you don't, um, eat it, it's completely burnt. So everything is working out fine, except one problem. You can only bring these korbanas on shagig. And they were amazing. So how did it work? How is it possible for them to offer up all these poem and the, the, the chatois as part of the sin offering for Avedazor when they done it amazing and the whole idea, the whole parish was only... Of course they were amazing. They were people were serving Avedazor. No, they, they, they all made a mistake and they thought it was Musa. When we were in Israel. they were doing this before the Chorban. Ah, more than seventy years ago. Oh, obviously nobody thought about doing this until Ezra comes along, and now Ezra comes along and he says, "Right, we'll have to have some sort of do something to get forgiveness for the Avayim in the past." Delayed period. Well, well, well it's yeah. a sin of Kali soil. You're not trying to get contrition or forgiveness for the individual who's done it. You're talking about Claudius soil yes. has to put it right. Yes. But nevertheless, it's only there for the, for, for Shogeg. And this is amazing. So let's see what Rush is going to say about this.
Posuk, please. Uh, Posuk, well, I don't know, where are we? Um, yeah, Lamed Hay. Ha Hakoil Ola, all of it was an Ola. Yeah. Because that means to say, although they were, although they were burning it, it was the, uh, although they were offering sin, these sin offerings, they nevertheless proceeded to burn it. And this is a Hewashor. Now this brings us into the parasha, the serious problem of what on earth is a Hewashor. Yeah, but what what are the boundaries and what are the rules of Hewashor? And we know, as far as we're concerned, you have a Torah, yeah? It's, it's quite clear. Well, it comes on the Torah, the Torah and tells us, well, don't think Ayin Takas Ayin means what it says, it means something else. Okay, so now you know something else. But, but nevertheless, what we're, what you're saying here is, ah, I know that the Torah doesn't allow us to offer up Korbonas Bermezid, who we sin Bermezid, we've decided to do it this time. I mean, you can realize that this is, Revolutionary in a way. I mean, it means that anyone who can do a Hayroa Shaw can completely break any, 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 any mitzvahs. No? You're not, are you agreeing or not agreeing? Well, you see this. Let's, 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 let's first of all consider a few of the Hayroa Shaws which we, which we know of. I mean, one of them is very simple. We're learning now Chomish. We're learning, we're learning, we're learning, um, we're learning yeah? Okay, well that's meant to be written, that's fine. But on the other hand, we then, you go to a Shir and Gomorrah, and it's Ter Shabal Per. Mm-hmm. And Ter Shabal Per must not be written down. <laughs> yeah? You cannot write down. It's maybe in one of the Tariag Mitzvahs, it can't be written down. And nevertheless, there came a time when we realized under the persecution of the Romans, that we were going to forget all our territory. Yes. There wasn't something written down. So admittedly, Rabbein HaKodesh, when he wrote down the Mishnahis, did not make it very easy to write. I mean, it was, it was certainly, it was deliberate. He made, wrote the Mishnahis in such a way that they are largely incomprehensible. But nevertheless, I mean, individually, you know, you, when you, you know, you, when you learn a Mishnah, you often discover it's a whole load missing from it, or you have to say, never, that, that's how he wrote it, so it shouldn't be too obvious, but nevertheless, and then later on, you've got the Gemaras. And after Gemaras, we've got the Achorain, and we've got the Mishnah Brewer that's trying to tell everything clearly, clearly to you, yes? So how can they do that? Because, Eislas is Nashem, he favored Terezecha. It's the same idea. There's a need to, to do something, otherwise the Torah will be, will be lost. So that's, that's, that's permitted. That's one illustration. You've got a lot of other illustrations like that. One of them, for example, the, the Rambam says, somebody who commits murder, and we haven't got sufficient uh, 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 to, to satisfy the technicalities of the Torah. And the Torah doesn't say what to do if you don't satisfy the technicalities. So if you haven't got Shnei and you haven't got Hasor, the geezer can get away with it. Yeah? I mean, I, if I take a great dislike to Mr. Solomon, yeah? So instead of, instead of, <laughs> so I stab him before anybody has a chance to tell me, don't do it if you do your, I mean, so yeah. And get away with it. I mean, it's ridiculous, yeah. 
if, 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 you, if you get a, a murderers around, so there has to be a system. So the Rambam says, put him into kippah, you put him into some sort of prison, and you, 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 you help him go on his way to, to death. It's because of, otherwise the world will be full of, of, of him, yeah? The other rules, for example, the one I've, I've mentioned on the previous occasion, that um, an Aisha's Kayan who says that she's been raped is not believed, does not have to be believed, because otherwise he would, her husband would have to give her a get and pay her a kasubah. It would be an easy way out for any woman who's an Aisha's Kayan. All she has to do is say she's raped and she gets out of the marriage. Or, for example, Aisha's Yisroel who says she's committed adultery and her husband doesn't have to believe her. Yeah, I mean, and these are continuing constantly. So how does these... How, how do all these work? I mean, there's there's uh, there's many there's many others of, of the same type. So, what is the system here? Now, it could be that this that this comes under the the klal that yesh kerech biachachomim la'akadovim in atorah. Well, simply, Torah Shabbat Peir tells us yesh kerech biachachomim la'akadovim in atorah. Now you tell me we know this in relation to Sheva al That's also a Chiddush when you think about it. It's a Chiddush. Isn't it a Chiddush? Take the people of Kiryat Sefer. Yeah? Or, or those, the holy people of Kiryat Sefer comes to, comes to, to, um, to every normal Shabbos. They're busy carrying on Shabbos. Why not? They've got, a, they've got an Eruv around there. An Eruv around them. No doubt they've got, they've got a wall around them to keep up the, the Arabs, yeah? It's, it's surrounded. They haven't got six hundred thousand people. So on, on sh- every normal Shabbos, they were carrying. Fine. Then it comes to it happens. Shabbos falls on Rosh Hashanah, or Shabbos falls on Sukkot, and you can't carry your shofar. You can't carry. You know, you know. That's what we did. That's what the Chachamim did. I mean, told us, don't blow the shofar, don't carry the lulav. Yeah, astonishing. But Tosfos says that even bekum say if it's a Dova Hadoma, if it's a case where there's a need, they can do it even Bakum Vasai. And Tosav brings these sort of cases that I've mentioned. A few Tosav, a few places in trust, that there is a power in the Torah of Alper, a power in the Chachomi to do this. So, and, we, and we've had other ones. I mean, didn't we, we have Shlomai, who was starting the base of Mikdosh on the 7th of Tishri, and they made seven days of, of rejoicing, and they didn't keep Yom Kippur. Didn't keep doing kibber, yeah. And what about Mordechai, who told him not to not to uh, to, to not to keep Pesach and to fast on Pesach? I mean, you know, it's astonishing sort of things, isn't it? Yeah. So all is, in all, what is the quantity here? Is it is it uh, equivalent to the gravity of the sins? I mean, why do you, the English that form is something? I mean, it's. It's no, I think this is actually is actually Seven hundred. This seven hundred. What is? We stayed. We stayed on by by. What was Shmuel said to 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 Shaul? Yeah, because yeah, Shmuel who wants yeah, you to yeah, do what you're told. It's a symbolic thing after all. It's not the Abraham doesn't need it. I mean, the quantities. Yeah. I think the you can't ask about the twelve. Because there is a shitter that each shaver it has to bring its own korban, so that I'm, I'm happy with. I don't understand why you. As I said to you, I cannot understand the seventy-seven, and I can't understand why seventy-seven as opposed to anything else. I can't understand ninety-six either. Can't understand. What can I say? Um, yeah. 
so I can't, I can't go very far in this just like if I'd have been in the time of Mordechai I would have been very surprised that we fast on on Pesach I would have said why can't you wait <laughs> yeah, plenty of time to to Adar yeah? can't we wait a few days and what does I say Matzah they stopped as well they stopped Matzah yes well, I thought it was Shevatasa that was Shevatasa I agree that was Shevatasa and the fact on, on Yom Kippur which they, which they didn't keep was also Shevatasa but some of the things which Chase is quoting is Kumbase of course one of the classic words of Kumbase is said in relation to Eliyahu the Harakamel when he offered up Kobonus outside Yushalayim and there was, the phrase there is Hayu Ashur yeah so, what can I do? Uh, there seems to be this power. Now, I, the Malbim here wants to say that it was to do with the with, with a a Novi. After all, Ezra we said was potentially Malachi. If he wasn't Malachi, we certainly have three Novim around here, and maybe they decided that it would be appropriate. So it's like a Yorba they decide to do it. The only thing is, Eliyahu Bahar Kamal, I can understand. I mean, he's, yeah, he, he needed to do, to do it in order to, to bring Kalisar back. I can see that this was a needed action. But where, why was this so necessary to offer these Kobanas? I, I, I don't see it at all. But the Melbourne wants to say because of, uh, they were Novi. But on the other hand, many of the illustrations I've given you clearly did not involve did not involve a Novi we don't find Mordechai for example saying that he was, he was told by Menach Shemayim to do this we're not told in relation to the Aishas Kayan or the Aishas Yisrael etc so I haven't got any great solution to this I'll try to see if I can find something more for next week if I've got time but I think it's just past I can't the Pashtus is there is a power in the Chachomim to make a Ashur but why they wanted to do it on this one, I don't know. Maybe people felt very guilty, and he wanted to do something. Yes. Yeah. Well, they'd already rededicated the base of Mikdash, but maybe now he's coming back. He's saying people were all feeling guilty and whatever. He wanted to persuade them that, you know, we're starting afresh. Could be. Okay, I mean, because we don't know what people were feeling at that time. Right, now we get to Posit Aleph. Vayitnu es dosei hamelech, and he gave over the command of the king. Remember, he had this ksaf given to him to tell everybody, all the other um, governors of the, of the from the west of the of Euphrates. They had to pay money to him, yeah, to the korbanos. And he gave it the Achashdrapane Hamelech, the Hapachis. Now, Pachis we've met many times. They seem to be the governors. So each particular country had a Pach. So they, the, the Achashdrapane, we find in Esther, but we haven't sort of found them, found it, found it since then. What period are you now talking about? We're still a Persian reign. Hmm? It's still the Persian Empire. It's sometime in the Persian Empire after the, the reign of Achashverosh. So it's either immediately after the reign of Achashverosh. They're back again now when they're aren't they? They come back to Shalim. Now he takes this letter which he had ah. and he gives to these Achpashtane, Amelech, 
there's some suggestion it comes from the word of pene, it means to face and therefore it's, it's the person who is the person who is entitled to, to visit the king normal person are not allowed in but these are people who, are, who have the right of audience with the king so they were important people who are the legitimate? Who are those? This, I mean, it means not Ezra himself, but he, he gave, he sent around some people with this ksav, which said that they have to give money to the Besamikdosh and Korbanus, remember? So, uh, he gave it to them. And that lifted up the covered of the people and the Besam, and, and, and the temple. Right, that's that's fine. Let's see what Rashi says. For Yidu is Dosei Amelach Halolu Oyli Hadoylo Sifu Mitzvus Daryovesh Hamelach Likudoyli Hamelach Roy Ponov. Yeah, those are entitled to come in and see him. Upachos Kamei Upachos. Yeah. Eva No Aisan Shel Tzadetz Yisrael Heim BeEva Hanoho. The because obviously he had no right to sort of tell people on the east side the, all, our, all the authority that came from Jaryovish was in relation to the governors on the west bank and Nisu Shahoyu Menasim and Masayotu they regarded them as covenant people you know you know after they got the, the rule the king himself has ordered that uh, he had their power to appoint judges and those other things so they were treating the Jews now with, with great respect and now we get a problem and when all this had finished now how long this took to finish I don't know there is a suggestion that we've actually lost a few months because we're going to see later on that Ezra made a convocation of everybody and that was already in the month of Kislev so that's already in the winter remember he arrived in Av and nothing happened apparently from from till till then so it could be he was busy doing things like that and he didn't have this conversation which we're going to describe now until much later or it may be that it's just this process which he's going to describe now took a, a num- number of months and when this is finished they came to me this is Ezra again speaking in the first person the princes saying lo nivdulu ha'om Yisrael the Jewish people have not separated themselves including the Kohenim and the Levim the, the Kovadi Convention from the Goyim meaning because they've been doing all the, the bad behavior of the Knani, of the Chitim, and the Pizzi, and the Yusi, the Rami, etc. Ki Nosu Bibnaisehem Lohem. They married, they married out these, the Jewish, the, 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 these non-Jewish women from all these different, uh, nations. The Hisavu Zera Vilivnaim. The Hisavu Zera Hakodesh Ba'amehuarotsas, and Jews therefore have mixed themselves with the Goyim meaning that these Goyim these Goyim women have not made themselves Jewish yeah it's not that they have they've been married these Goyim I think it is Esra having noticed that they're all intermarried this is Esra's doing I think 
Well, no, no, it's, it, it, it's clearly here. They're coming, people are coming and telling him, he didn't know anything about it. They're coming. I would have thought they would have come to him actually straight away. I can't see any rational reason why it should have been left for so many months and, he, and, he's, he, and he's totally oblivious to a problem right on his doorstep here. That seems to me un, un, unlikely. But um, one way or another, he's now discovered because the Sorim told him. Yeah? In Possible Base, we're told the Sorim came. And they've told him that they didn't separate, and that is to say they married non Jewish women who are still Shikhsis. The Yada Sorim, the Hassan Nonim, Hoiso, the Amal Hazer, and the princes and the other people who were the leaders they were involved with this sin first you know this, the problem started off with the Top. leaders of the community that's what he says right so that's the information he gets now it mentions here why lot, don't you want to agree with me that with, even if there's a few months involved Ezra is now back and he's noticing everything is mixed up well, why don't you want to say it's Ezra causing this revolution Separating well, well, well. the Koshu wives. Oh, he's going to separate the Koshu wives. As a result of, the, now he knows about it, he's going to do something about it's it. Tired, but, but, but he's been, we all, so far, we've all we've met is the information coming to him, which is clearly a thunderbolt to him. You're going to, you're going to, oh, since you raised it, let's do Posit Dalad. Just shows you what his, his, his reaction. When I heard it, Karate is big D, I tore my cloak. And I wish to be in Ezra. What? Yeah, yeah, Ezra, Ezra, yeah. Yes. He tore his garments, he tore his, the Me'il. In Loshan HaKodesh, the Me'il is not necessarily the, uh, it's not only the Me'il of the Kohen Godel. It, what it means, a Me'il is a top garment, an additional garment, not there just to um, keep you warm, but out of covert. So, um, they, for example, you find the um, uh, covertic people were wearing a Me'il. We, we saw it in Shmuel. Shmuel was, had a Me'il given to him by his mother. Once you become a covenant person, you have a special garment. So the Kohen Godel, over the, re- the rest of the Kohen, only had the four garments. He had the ill on top. Yeah. Norway so who told, I think the person would have tore off his clothes in the ten twelve pieces. It's also an email, I think. It's not Shmuel who told that, but you're right to somebody else, yeah. But why didn't they stay in, in Bone? If there was such sin or such a bad thing, what, what, what does the whole say about? I mean, the, the, the intermarriage is going, they didn't keep anything. So oh, I, didn't say that, I, I don't know, they didn't keep anything. Uh, it may be they do keep something, but they nevertheless yes. are marrying chicks. I can't help. Yeah. There's such a thing as lust. Yeah, okay. What can we do? I mean, I, yeah, yeah. you find that. Yeah. So he tore his clothes. The Emrator Misar Roshi, I tore out my hair, Uzakoni, and my, my beard. The Eshe Meshemim, and I was sitting silent. Either Meshemim is silent or or depressed. And probably both. Bewildered. What? Bewildered. Bewildered. Yeah. Right. I prefer that with my two. He's, he's, he's either silent, Loshan Shemaim is going to be silent, or, si- or sign of um, depressed, miserable. 
I'm bewildered. I mean, why, are you bewildered? It could be bewildered as well. How could such a thing happen? Which is what Mr. Sampson is saying. I mean, is that, then, oh, you see, the Heidegger, the Heidegger author of the, of the, of the, uh, what's it called? What's it called? Judaica. The Judaica holds of your shitter. He's, he's bewildered at the, uh, 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 what he could, uh, what, as what had happened. Oh, well, you, see, you see, Mr. Kaufman, how much he's, he's, he's shocked. I mean, this, he's not aware of all uh, this happened. He sadly told about it. He went, what? And he's tearing his clothes out, tearing his clothes, he's tearing his hair out. He's, uh, he's, uh, yeah. Could you, he says, uh, who, who tore his clothes? Ezra? Yes. I think we must have been at cross purposes. I don't know, I don't know quite what you're saying, Mr. Kaufman. This is a story involving Ezra. Yes. Ezra comes to Ezra's soil, and now somebody comes to him. The prince has come to him and tell him about this terrible thing that's happening, and he's in a in a state of. Right. We do agree. We agree. Oh, it's <laughs> good. So, so, um, yeah, so what is it now? Let, let, let's look a little bit at this issue. What they have done is they married or related to all these now actually all of these they could have actually married if they'd have been Magaya them it wouldn't have been a problem now what I say that, that first of all even those which are the Kanani Achiti Hoimori Achiti that's a Machlekas Rishonim whether we spoke about on an earlier occasion if they had been Magaya can you keep them can you accept them as Geirim that is I'll tell it back if you are Magaya them, do they still remain Osa because of the Issa of Lois's Chattenbom? Yeah? Yeah? They are the It goes back to the Gemara as well. But the is a Machlech is whether you can keep them. The Rambam Shitter, I take the Rambam, the Rambam Shitter is once already they've been Magaya, there's no Issa at all. All the Issa of Lois's Chattenbom, which the Torah tells you in relation to these Knanim, it's only in relation to the time when they are not Megaya. If I state Lotus Chatan, Chitan is only Shaykh with his Kiddushit. So now what we mean is a permanent relationship. Now that, that's quite interesting. What it means is that if you get a Jewish man who's pending, uh, who's having a way called a one night stand with a non Jewish woman, that is not going to come under the love of Lotus Chattenbaum. Lotus Chattenbaum is a love only when you've actually set up home with her partners yeah when they're set in a permanent well my God, it's never permanent but uh, it's a, a sort of a, a, a sort of sort of permanent relationship that is the issue of Lysis Chatton you shouldn't do which is a nature of Chitton yeah let me talk about Seir the Chesnai yeah so it's possible to have among Goim as well a relationship of Chitun. And this, according to the Rambam, is true not only about the Zion woman, but it's true of any other non-Jewish woman. So any Jewish woman, a Jewish man, who's got a permanent relationship with a non-Jewish woman is Chayev Alav, Lotus Chassenbaum, and he'd be over, he'd be Chayev Malchus if we could, if we had the power to do so. In addition to that, of course, he's also got another problem, which is Kanoim Paiginbai. Um, very few Kanoim nowadays who are doing it Lashem Shemaim. One of the requirements of Kanoas is you should do it solely Lashem Shemaim. So, whereas other mitzvahs, you can do a mitzvah Shaloi Lishma, Shemitai Shaloi Lishma, Bolishma, but a Misa of Kanoas can only be done if you're Kul Lashem Shemaim. We're going to the rise for that, but that's what they say. So, in which case, 
Um, so in which case, uh, if, if you have a Pinchas around, he could duly kill somebody who was, who was, um, sitting. Well, which he did. Which he did, yeah. But you need a Pinchas. Yes. It's really cannot. And that would be even once, on one occasion, and if you, with, where, where you're caught, caught in the flagrant delicto, I think is the phrase, isn't it? Apart from that, it's only Chayyab Midrabonum. You get a Malchus Midrabon. So you might think, therefore, that marrying a non-Jewish woman is not that, not that marrying, having relations with a non-Jewish woman is not that bad. In order to disabuse you of that opinion, if you had it, the Rambam goes to the bother of telling us that this is really one of the worst possibilities, one of the worst things you could do, for two, two logical reasons. One is, if you have a child with her, that child is not going to be a Jewish at all. Because even if you fathered a mumza, at least the child's a Jewish child. Whereas a, this, this child will not be, will be after her, and will not be, will not be Jewish. And that's what this, what they're referring to here, when it's Avu Zera HaKodesh the Jewish Zera is now lost because it's now been gone over to this non-Jewish woman and you and it's getting, you turned the Zera you saw into into a non-Jew non-Jewish baby but there's a much, much as we all know a much more serious issue the man who is certainly in the permanent relationship with a guy then he's lost ultimately for Judaism you know you can't God, so long as he's he's, uh, he's not doing that, it's possible for him to come back. And to, but but see, he, he will not be keeping anything once he is living with a non-Jewish woman. It's the termination. And indeed, I don't think we're going to find it in Ezra. Like in all things, you don't find it in Ezra. But we're going to find in, in Malachi... That is a posuk which says yeah, that um, that there's a, that is chorus. It's surprising you get all get the choruses we get in Chumash, but it's actually a chorus midivay kabbalah, and that comes from Malachi, which may be in Ezra, that anyone who simply even once with a non-Jewish woman, that person is chorus. It's a chiv chorus. So it's not a simple sort of avera. <clears throat> but all of these women could have been Magaya, including Hawir Paskani, because once they're Magaya, they would be Mutter. Um, even the Mitzri, because that's because Sancheirev came along and was Malbul the Ulmus, and therefore, if you find somebody in Mitzrayim now, he ain't gotten any Shaykhs to the original Egyptians, so there's no Issa in marrying her, if you can make her kosher. So that was the problem. He's discovered it, and he's getting worked up. So let's look a little bit at what he did. <coughs> he tore out his, his he tore his clothes. Well, normally, you'd say it's an issue of baltashkis to go around tearing, but that's only tearing in a destructive way. There's always a problem I have with my dear my dear wife, who discovers there's a, a light up on in the uh, in the in the loft when I was working in the loft, and she says to me. Why don't you go up and turn the light off? Baltashis. And I say, there's no is of Baltashis in, in leaving a light on when I can't be bothered to go up the stairs. Yeah? Baltashis is deliberate destruction. Yeah? So you destroy something, or you, you deliberately put a light on when you don't need a light and go away. Yeah? But leaving a light on because you can't be bothered to, to, to go to it? Okay, that's not, that's not Baltashis. That's using the world, which we're allowed to do. So, uh, 
that here tearing clothes normally would indeed be bartesh if you're doing in the temper but even that could be permitted sometimes like a mobbing the mice of somebody who would tore a clothes to, to, to impress his family they were doing something wrong if, if he simply shouted at him they wouldn't listen but by tearing his clothes it made more of an impression upon them but so, so be it yeah. so, so I've got no problem with tearing his clothes and what else did he do the Murata Misar Misar Roshi. He tore out his tore out his hair and his beard. Now you would have thought that should be Osa. Isn't there an Issa in the Torah of pouring of tearing your, your hair out? No, there is there is an Issa. Well, first of all, it's a machlekas, everything's a machlekas. It's a machlekas way that applies only our mess. It's our mess. You know what you see the what the Posik is saying is is if you tear out your the hair for the mess, you're trying to you're saying, "Whoa, he's dead, he's ended." Now, if you don't believe in Olam Abba, that's quite right. All you are, we are like uh, animals or amoebas, and then we die, and that's the end of us. So it's a disaster. This person has died. So you should tear out your hair, yeah. But if you believe, or I should say, no that there is an Olam Abba, and he's going to a better place there so you can't be too miserable you mean miserable you have suffering the loss but he is going to a to a better place well, and I indeed he gets new hair there what? I think he gets better better quality hair yeah uh, so where do, we, where do we find this? it's a positive no? that is um, the, the, the spawn of is shot in that um, um What's, what does the Posik say about tearing hair out? Um, it ends up Kikodesh Atol Hashem Elokecho. This is good, isn't it? This is great. There is Simukocho Ben Lemais Ki Am Kikulish. Oh, so it's a Bonim Atim Hashem Elokecho. So the Posik says, "What? What's it, why is it? Why? What have we got this? You start off Bonim Atim Hashem Elokecho. Okay, what's it got to do with This is good, isn't it? This is Simukocho Ben Echem Lemais, and then it ends up." Ki kodesh, ki am kodesh atzor l'Hashem lekecha. What's what's am kodesh got to do with tearing your hair out? So he said, no, no, that's the whole point. A Jewish person when he dies goes to Elam Abor. He goes. I mean, unfortunately, in most cases, or probably all cases, you haven't done everything you could have done to deserve the place that you could have got in Elam Abor. But nevertheless, there's a pleasure waiting for you. It's called Yisraelishim Chelei Bo'am Abor. You're going to have a pleasure forever and ever. It's a marvelous place you're going up there. So therefore, that's the sort. Bonim Atem, Hashem Elokeichem. You are the children of Kodesh Baruch and you're going to live forever. That's what he said. Bonim Atem, Hashem Elokeichem. You haven't died. You're going to your father up in heaven. And therefore, don't tear your clothes. Ki am kodesh And there's going to be a future. So why why are you tearing, getting so miserable about the death of somebody who you know he's gone to a happier place? You should be happy for him, or at least you're miserable. Yes, and you're, no, missing, missing. you're missing that person, whoever it may be, your parent or spouse or whatever. But nevertheless, you can't, it's not a complete destruction because that person is going to a happier place. Yes, you miss him, but he's ha- he's happy up there. So that being so, we normally were not allowed to tear our hair out for a mess. But on the other hand, so the, the, the Bach, however, learns that who had it's also to tear your hair out for any other disaster. For example, I don't know, uh, bankruptcy or ill discovered, illness or whatever. Because once again, you've got to say, well, 
Kodesh Baruch Hu is here. Kodesh Baruch He knows what he's doing to me. He'll look after me. And uh, as we say in Krishna every day. Yeah? Whatever he does to you, every time, whatever action he does to you, you accept that this is a, an appropriate thing and you say, Bog Dianemis. So why are you make, why are you tearing your hair out? Of course you'll be miserable if you've, if you've gone bankrupt. Of course you'll be miserable if you've got a, 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 a diagnosis which is bad. Of course. But nevertheless, why are you treating it as the, oh, it's terrible, or committing suicide? That's why committing suicide is regarded as the ultimate sin. Because you're denying the Hashkoch of HaKadosh You're saying, this should not have happened. It's not worthwhile living. Yeah. So, therefore, of course it doesn't apply to Ezra. Because he's not tearing out his clothes in refusal to accept the clo- there is a, a osid for the human being. He's not doing it because he's refusing to accept God's decrees. He's, he's tearing out his hair out of the sins of the Jewish people yes. and realizing how bad it is. Yes. Woe is unto us for what we have done. Yes. And therefore it's always pro- appropriate for people to tear their clothes, to tear their hair when, when some of Eva has been done. Yeah. And then and I sat I, I repeat <laughs> it's silence or or uh, miserable let's see what Rashi says a base Eila Devoim halola shesipu dosia melech v'hasorim shel Yisrael leimor v'chein omuli that even the leaders hoisov b'mal hazeri shayna sheheim ischilu Limoil mal dishatan ba'ivdei kachovim ba'alhora watsas. They were, they were the ones who started this intermarriage with the goyim who lived in the lands. Meshemim olul meshemim kamei shivas yomim meshamim betoichum. And I think that olul is miserable, isn't it? And shemim, I think, is silent. So I think. What is, how does he translate those words? He translates it. Olive. Miserable. Olive is miserable. Yeah, that's what I said. And and shame. Bewildered again. Why? Why bewildered? No. What does he? The Mitsuda the says, mistake, uh, silent. I think it's more. Yeah, as well. Solitude. Solitude. Yeah. Right. That's what the he's doing. Says bewildered. So now, what does he do? They came to me, all the people who are choreid. This must be the original of the origin of the words choreidim. So what does chorad mean? Again, I, I'll tell you what, I think choreid means, either means eager, people who rush to do the word of God, or it can mean people who are fearful. Scared to to break things. So one, there's no reason why the two shouldn't go together. They're, they're speedy to do mitzvahs and fearful not to do averes. Almal Hagola, who came together with me about this sin of the go, of the god of the Gola, Ani Ad and I didn't say anything until the afternoon. Uba and in the afternoon, come to 
Mitanisi. I got I, I got up for my tarnis. So we now see that he not only that he wasn't he wasn't eating either from the moment. Now it's not clear where that meant he got up from his tarnis and davened. It's still in a state of fasting, or whether he was he now ate something because he needed a bit of koch. But nevertheless, Ubakori Vigdiumili, he's still wearing his torn clothes because he wants to make an impression upon the people that he's davening with his torn clothes it makes more men like for example in the Tarnis they used to put afer on top on the heads of the Rosh HaKol yeah? and they used to wear sackcloth so he's doing something similar he's wearing these torn clothes to, to show that he's uh, that um, so I, I should have said when I said the ma'il is an additional garment. What I should, have, what I meant to add was, it must be something like a reckle or some other garment that was worn by Rabbonim. Yeah, it's a, it's a top garment which is, which is, uh, which is to show your uh, status. So he's torn that and he's torn his clothes and he's now going to Daven for Ekro al Birkai, and I, I went onto my knees for Ephos Kapai Hashem and I, I spread out my hands to Hashem. Now this is exactly the same as we saw Shlomo did. Shlomo also was on his knees with his hands up in, into the sky. And you might ask, why don't we do that nowadays? So Shlomo did it and Ezra did it. So why don't we do it? And the answer is, we don't do anything which the Goyim start doing. So the Goyim go on their knees, or they used to go on their knees, not really what they're doing now. The Catholics, they still do. Do they? Catholics do. And if the US do the, I guess, <laughs> I mean, I meant to say, do the, do the, um, Anglicans do it? Pumbans. Don't do they? Yeah, anyway, no, that's what the guy used to do, so therefore we stopped doing that. But, um, yeah. Uh, Right. Let's see Rashi on that one. Um, Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Um, I didn't do Dalit. Karate. For my great suffering because of this sin. Oh, sorry. I'm doing them. Sorry. Yeah, well, one second. Oh, we, we did that one. I didn't eat that day. I, I, this is not really in Halacha. Popatanis. Popatanis needs to be announced the day before. And uh, you can make a tarnis for a limited number of hours, but uh, it's tarnis shorts. But you you can do it. But you always have to announce it the day before. So this wasn't in Hilchas tarnis. It was just a fact that he didn't feel able to eat. Somebody sometimes people who've had a, a shiver or whatever finally can't eat. Right. So now what does he do? The Omer. No, oh, sorry. Quarter to yeah. But right, we'll leave his his prayer until. His prayer. But if you have a look at it for a moment, it should be familiar. Yeah? That's part of our Yom Kippur. Yeah.